0: Welcome to Why Does Love Hurt So Good with your host Andre Pearson.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Andre Pearson. Welcome to my podcast, Why Does Love Hurt So Good. The show where we talk about all things relationships and the things that we go through, allow and put up with just to have someone to love us. I want to welcome you first time listeners. I appreciate you tuning in. Today's topic is going to be why do most relationships fail? Now, as we know, Maintaining a good relationship can be hard sometimes, and regardless of what we might think or feel, to make it work, it requires compromising and negotiation. Those in a relationship right now know that loving someone can be amazing because when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it hurts. When things don't go our way, we question if the person that we're with is the right person we're supposed to be with. If we disagree with no resolution, we tend to feel in question if the person we have chosen to give our love to is that right person for us. Now, am I sitting here telling you that we all going to agree on everything in relationships? No, because we're not. And I doubt that it would ever happen. But believe it or not, and I've said it in my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good, which you can purchase on Amazon.com. Disagreeing and arguing in a relationship is normal. Here's why. It lets the other person know how much we care for them when we argue with them about silly things. We don't do that with people we don't know and don't care for. We don't waste our energy on people like that. When you think about it, you will understand what I mean. Here's an example of what I'm talking about, though. Let's say that you have cooked something and you've taken it to work to your coworkers, And you're telling your coworkers that you cooked this last night for your mate. Then one responds. I hope it was good because what you brought us doesn't taste all that good. Now, yes, at that moment, you may feel hurt because they didn't like what you shared with them. But in the back of your mind, you are wondering if your mate likes your cooking or have they been lying to you all this time? So to get an answer, you might call them out of the blue and say, Honey, do you like my cooking? Now, of course, they will not understand your question or why at that moment you asked it, but you want an answer. The reason why you would want to know this answer is because you're asking yourself, if anyone's going to like my cooking, they better like it. And you need to hear confirmation from them. Once they tell you yes, you will believe their word over your co-worker's word and your day will be at peace. I say this because we must put more stock into our mate's opinion about us and the things that we do more than what we do with other people. Trust Honesty and communicating effectively are just a few of the building blocks that sustain our relationship. Now, for those listening, when you two disagree, answer me this How many of you tried to fix your inside problems outside your home? Meaning, you have told others about your concerns and hope that they will fix your issues. Now, if you've done this, did it help or hurt your situation? Did it solve your issues or make them better? or make them worse. Listen, most relationships fail from lack of communication. I know those listening are sitting there saying, I know this. And for some, this may be true. But in reality, many don't know it, nor do they do it. Hearing the phrase communication is the key to a good relationship and not applying it to your relationship tells me you have no idea what the phrase mean or how important it is to use in your relationship to work for you instead of against you. For those listening who may not know yet, here is a sign that you are doing it correctly. If you've been with your mate for more than, let's say a year to five years, most people in this position almost have developed their own love language, meaning the language that they understand between the two of them that makes what they have work. If you're one of those people who repeatedly jump in and out of relationships under a year, And you can't understand why it's not working because you put so much into it. It is a sign that four things are working against you. Number one, your partner may not be able or ready to receive what you are saying or feeling with them. Number two, they may not be ready to settle down like you are. Number three, the two of you have yet to develop your love language because you both are on different levels of understanding of what it is you want in the relationship. If you're thinking about getting with someone and you can't see a future with them, and I mean see yourself growing in love with them, having kids with them, growing old with them, chances are it may not work or last long. Number four, it could be on your part that you have very poor communication skills or you're unable simply to communicate to those that you're dating your wants, needs, and desires at that time. And if this is the case, and you find yourself mad at them and saying to yourself why don't they understand me this is going to be frustrating and it will make things worse between the two of you as you can hear we have a lot to talk about and unpack and this is just the beginning we will take a short break and we'll be right back to unpack everything so stay tuned
0: Have your relationship problems become your new norm? Are you still hoping that your problems will work themselves out? Does it feel sometimes that you are in a relationship by yourself? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then help is here. Andre Pearson is a relationship coach with over 20 years of experience, helping people like you feel better with a new perspective on life. Imagine talking to someone who understands what you're going through. Get started with your free 15-minute consultation and schedule your one-on-one session today because you deserve answers. You're listening to Why Does Love Hurt So Good with Andre. Now back to the show.
1: We're back. And for those just joining, our topic today is why does most relationships fail? Now to understand why most relationships fail, We must start by explaining why having relationships are essential and why we need to have them. Relationships are the cornerstone of our existence because everything we have ever accomplished has come from some form of interaction with others. Now, as far as our personal relationship, our information and how we take things and receive things determines if we're going to have a relationship with someone. Many men may not want to hear this, but it's true. God created man first. He is the foundation of the relationship. It is through him that everything grows. In the relationship, nothing makes a woman feel better about herself and her decision to be with you than when she hears the words that you mean when you say, I got you. Now, I'm not just talking about financial either. I'm talking about emotional and spiritual as well. When you get with her, whether it is as a boyfriend or a husband, she needs to know and feel you're going to protect her, be that person she can depend on and rely on in the family, ready to lead and teach the family as the two of you navigate through your life together. Women who are in a relationship right now and have experienced this will go above and beyond if their man is treating them right, all because she believes in you and she's comfortable where you're taking her. Now, ladies listening, I know all of this sounds great and even better if you have it with a man right now. But the truth is, a lot of men have no idea how to pull this off. The reason is, most of the men dating today have not been taught or prepared to be the leaders of the family as they were created to be. Many want the title, but not the responsibilities. Many have no clue what their responsibilities are. Thus, it makes it harder for them to interact and understand what it is your needs are to be able to provide it to you. Instead of trying to learn their responsibilities as a man, many prefer to give the woman more excuses than the Bible have scriptures on why they are unable to do the job they applied for, which was a position in your life. You are probably asking yourself, why is this? And why are there so many men unprepared to do the job they applied for? That is a great question and one I will address. As I mentioned earlier, we must first identify the problem to get the answer. Listen. Most women raising young boys to be men have issues. If there's no father in the home, of course, to teach the boys how to be men or tell them how to treat a woman by example, it makes it hard for them to understand what it looks like. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of women right now raising kids on their own without a father and they got their hands full. And I truly understand that you're doing the very best that you can. But unfortunately, For the most part, boys growing up without a father being active in their lives would take their cues and clues of what it means to be a man from reality TV, music videos, and other sources that may not be the best sources to deal with. Many of those leaders in the church, but not all, are not focused on mentoring these young boys to be men or teaching them their role in the relationship or even more or less how to treat a woman. Most are focused on Pushing the church doctrines and collecting money. The evidence of this is in the church attendance. There are more women in the church today than men. Simply because men are not being taught, they're being told. In many cases, society is raising them and telling them they can treat a woman any kind of way they want to. I stress this point because how can women dating men expect them to know how to treat a woman if they've never seen it for themselves? How can they become providers of families when they have no idea what it means or even is? This is why so many men who are approaching and convincing so-called modern Christian women that splitting household bills 50-50 is the right thing to do. For those men that have coming up to you saying this, understand what they're saying to you is they don't want to be responsible for you. They just want to be accountable for themselves. And for those women listening, who are walking around saying they want a God-fearing man and accept these terms in the relationship just not to be alone. It is clear you have no idea what a God-fearing man is. And it is because you don't know that they can run this pimp psychology on you where he has you convinced that paying half the bills is your job too. Now, before someone says times have changed and our roles have changed to justify why most women accept these worst deals ever, Let me explain something, regardless of the times and changes, the man's role in the relationship as a provider doesn't change. With this lack of knowledge, it is not surprising that he will use your own feminist term on you to make you feel it's fair. As long as women keep saying they are independent and don't need a man, he will continue to use this information against you and allow you to make the worst deal ever, always. I know what you're thinking, we're supposed to be equal. Yes, you are both equal in the sense that you both have something to do in the relationship. But your functions are different. Here is what a provider is according to the Bible. It means that he is responsible for everything and everyone under his roof. Nowhere in it does it say a woman is supposed to pay half the bills. She is a helpmate in order for her to be able to help the man with what he does. Because she does want to contribute to the family dynamic. He has to have something for her to do. Now, if you are with the man and you operating on the fact that he may be a godly man and you don't know for sure and he's still pushing the 50-50 split thing, you're with the wrong man. Let me ask the men that's listening, what does the word provider mean to you? What do you think it consists of? Now, I'm not sitting here saying that women should not contribute to the household finances because they should, but understand something. According to the so-called Christian man, He should know that her job is a volunteer situation and not a God-given command. I think the whole split, in my opinion, should be the men pay 80% or carry 80% of the load. And she would contribute by chipping in and helping out. Now, the women that's listening, let me ask you a question. Have you ever asked yourself, why are so many so-called Christian men insisting so strongly that a woman pay half the bills? They are asking this because one, they don't trust you to volunteer to pay bills. Two, they don't want to spend all their money on you while you stack your money. Cause that's what they're assuming that you're going to do if they pay all the bills. Number three, they do this because they want to make sure that you pay something. If the bill is $2,000 and you paying a thousand, they they're paying a thousand. Then they know for that moment, if nothing else, you're coming up with some money. Now, yes, this is their thought process because to them, 50-50 is not talking about emotional, spiritual. It's talking about only finances. Now, I know if you are a good woman, you're going to want to contribute to your household. If he talks to you right, give you something to do, you have no problem contributing to the household because you yourself want to have some say in the things that go on in the household. And if you pay and do things as he does, not as equal, but in general, You should be able to have some say in the relationship. But here's the problem. The modern woman expects to be treated in a traditional way and remain single-minded and think that they are independent and the men supposed to do everything for them because they feel, well, many of them, but not all. Many women feel they are the prize and the men should just be happy to be with them. Many expect men to carry the load and be responsible and expect them to fulfill all their requirements. As if the men don't have requirements themselves. Don't get me wrong. A lot of women out here want to be treated traditionally. And if they have a traditional man, that's going to happen that way. But the one thing you can't have is a single-minded mindset thinking that you're going to still be a modern woman independent in a relationship with someone. Some women see men as their personal ATM or the retirement plan. When they get with a man, they want to retire. Watch him work 15 plus jobs to support her foolishness come up with all these ideas about how she want to start a business and do all these multiple things on his dime, creating bills that not even are there and expecting him to pay them. This is why most women outlive their husbands and the many reasons why women push men to get these high life insurance policies so they can say the phrase one day, he was a good man. Now he probably was for the most part, but wouldn't you like to have him living with you? reaping the rewards in which he earned Now, I'm not saying that women today don't have it bad because some do some men want women to work full-time come home and cook clean the house take care of the kids and serve him as well as if she is the workhorse herself this is because most men who feel that women are earning the same if not more they should contribute more and pay more bills in the household if this is your relationship that you have and you don't mind paying bills, half or however you do what you do, that's fine. All I'm saying is this, many relationships fail because both parties have their own agenda in the relationship. You cannot cleave together as one, thinking single-minded, in a mindset that says everything's for me. Because when you get with someone, especially in marriage, you turn the me into we and your mindset and thinking should go along the same way. If you understand yourself that relationships are not just about money there's a lot more involved in it. Men have responsibilities and so do women. And for it to work out, mutual respect needs to be established. Women cannot expect men to love them unconditional and they love them with conditions. Men also need to understand that a woman mirrors his own behavior. If he gives her love, she will return love to him tenfold. But if he disrespects her, She's going to do the same, but much worse. So the ladies listening right now, probably wondering, why can't men get this step up and act right? Man, if I had that answer right down for you, I swear I would bottle it and sell it to the world. But since we don't, it's because today's modern woman has changed and has confused most men. Let me explain what I mean. 50 years ago in relationships, it was the man worked and the woman stayed home and took care of the house. The men at that time understood their position, but today's man can't understand and he's confused because today's woman she has just as much, if not more, than he has. Now, for those who are old enough to remember, years ago men would come up to you with pickup lines and say, Hey, if you were with me, I'll take you out, I'll buy you this, I'll give you that. That was their pickup line, and years ago that worked, but now. When men come to women saying those lines, if they don't laugh in his face, they look at him strangely. Because they can buy, do everything that you once gave to them as something special. Tell a woman, I can buy you dinner. She got a refrigerator full of food. I can take you on a trip. She's been on many trips. I can buy you a car. She got two cars. I can buy you some clothes. I got a closet full of clothes. Now, I say this because back at that time. That was the man's identity to show that he was a man. But today he's confused and lost because he doesn't know where he fits in your life to be that man that he's supposed to be. When you can do just as much, if not more, than what he's already doing. The one thing that he has that you have not taken away from him in this situation is his strength. And unfortunately, he uses it in a bad way. And this is where domestic problems in a relationship come. He feels inferior. He feels less than who he is. And he takes it out on the woman. Now, it's not right for him to do so, but unfortunately it happens. And this is why the domestic abuse situations are so high today. Now, I'm not saying this to excuse what men do, because those who are in that situation are wrong for doing so. But they're upset and they're confused because the world has turned their back on them. The women have started making just as much, if not more money than they are, and they don't know what to do with themselves. So when a woman says in the relationship, be a man, he's confused on what that consists of since you need nothing from him. Now, it's sad because a lot of women today have stepped up and become the breadwinners because some men just don't want to. And the messed up thing about it is a lot of these so-called men who can't handle being a man, they have turned to the other side to be the women. So what am I saying to you? I'm telling you the reason why so many relationships fail is because men and women are confused on what their role and purpose is. Again, 50 years ago, men and women were clear. He worked, she took care of the house. You didn't hear anything about a divorce rate at that time because their roles were identified and clear. In that time, men had an identity and they were aware of it, and most good women reminded them who they were, which made them feel useful. Most men today in relationships right now, because women can do the things that they do, most of them feel useless, confused, and unloved. The Godfather of Soul wrote a song years ago about it that best put this in perspective. For those who remember, the song was called This is a Man's World. And during that time, when the song came out, men felt proud to hear it was a man's world. But the most important line came next when Mr. Brown said, But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl. That is telling you that no matter what we're going through, what we've been through, we need each other. In order for the relationships to work out the way we want it to work out, we must work together. Well, that's my show for tonight. I'm Andre Pearson and you've been listening to Why Does Love Hurt So Good. Hope to see you guys next week.
0: Welcome to Why Does Love Hurt So Good with your host Andre Pearson.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Andre Pearson. Welcome to my podcast, Why Does Love Hurt So Good. The show where we talk about all things relationships and the things that we go through, allow and put up with just to have someone to love us. I want to welcome you first time listeners. I appreciate you tuning in. Today's topic is going to be why do most relationships fail? Now, as we know, Maintaining a good relationship can be hard sometimes, and regardless of what we might think or feel, to make it work, it requires compromising and negotiation. Those in a relationship right now know that loving someone can be amazing because when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it hurts. When things don't go our way, we question if the person that we're with is the right person we're supposed to be with. If we disagree with no resolution, we tend to feel in question if the person we have chosen to give our love to is that right person for us. Now, am I sitting here telling you that we all going to agree on everything in relationships? No, because we're not. And I doubt that it would ever happen. But believe it or not, and I've said it in my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good?, which you can purchase on Amazon.com. Disagreeing and arguing in a relationship is normal. Here's why. It lets the other person know how much we care for them when we argue with them about silly things. We don't do that with people we don't know and don't care for. We don't waste our energy on people like that. When you think about it, you will understand what I mean. Here's an example of what I'm talking about, though. Let's say that you have cooked something and you've taken it to work to your coworkers, and you're telling your coworkers that you cooked this last night for your mate. Then one responds. I hope it was good because what you brought us doesn't taste all that good. Now, yes, at that moment, you may feel hurt because they didn't like what you shared with them. But in the back of your mind, you are wondering if your mate likes your cooking or have they been lying to you all this time? So to get an answer, you might call them out of the blue and say, honey, do you like my cooking? Now, of course, they will not understand your question or why at that moment you asked it. But you want an answer. The reason why you would want to know this answer is because you're asking yourself if anyone's going to like my cooking, they better like it. And you need to hear confirmation from them. Once they tell you yes, you will believe their word over your co-worker's word and your day will be at peace. I say this because we must put more stock into our mate's opinion about us and the things that we do more than what we do with other people. Trust Honesty and communicating effectively are just a few of the building blocks that sustain our relationship. Now, for those listening, when you two disagree, answer me this. How many of you tried to fix your inside problems outside your home? Meaning you have told others about your concerns and hope that they will fix your issues. Now, if you've done this, did it help or hurt your situation? Did it solve your issues or make them better? or make them worse. Listen, most relationships fail from lack of communication. I know those listening are sitting there saying, I know this, and for some, this may be true. But in reality, many don't know it, nor do they do it. Hearing the phrase communication is the key to a good relationship and not applying it to your relationship tells me you have no idea what the phrase mean or how important it is to use in your relationship to work for you instead of against you. For those listening who may not know yet, here is a sign that you are doing it correctly. If you've been with your mate for more than, let's say a year to five years, most people in this position almost have developed their own love language, meaning the language that they understand between the two of them that makes what they have work. If you're one of those people who repeatedly jump in and out of relationships under a year, and you can't understand why it's not working because you put so much into it, it is a sign that four things are working against you. Number one, your partner may not be able or ready to receive what you are saying or feeling with them. Number two, they may not be ready to settle down like you are. Number three, the two of you have yet to develop your love language because you both are on different levels of understanding of what it is you want in the relationship. If you're thinking about getting with someone and you can't see a future with them, and I mean see yourself growing in love with them, having kids with them, growing old with them, chances are it may not work or last long. Number four, it could be on your part that you have very poor communication skills or you're unable simply to communicate to those that you're dating your wants, needs and desires at that time. And if this is the case, and you find yourself mad at them and saying to yourself, Why don't they understand me? This is going to be frustrating and it will make things worse between the two of you. As you can hear, we have a lot to talk about and unpack. And this is just the beginning. We will take a short break and we'll be right back to unpack everything.
0: So stay tuned. Have your relationship problems become your new norm? Are you still hoping that your problems will work themselves out? Does it feel sometimes that you are in a relationship by yourself? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then help is here. Andre Pearson is a relationship coach with over 20 years of experience, helping people like you feel better with a new perspective on life. Imagine talking to someone who understands what you're going through. Get started with your free 15-minute consultation and schedule your one-on-one session today because you deserve answers. You're listening to Why Does Love Hurt So Good with Andre. Now back to the show.
1: We're back. And for those just joining, our topic today is why does most relationships fail? Now to understand why most relationships fail, We must start by explaining why having relationships are essential and why we need to have them. Relationships are the cornerstone of our existence because everything we have ever accomplished has come from some form of interaction with others. Now, as far as our personal relationship, our information and how we take things and receive things determines if we're going to have a relationship with someone. Many men may not want to hear this, but it's true god created man first he is the foundation of the relationship it is through him that everything grows in the relationship nothing makes a woman feel better about herself and her decision to be with you than when she hears the words that you mean when you say i got you now i'm not just talking about financial either i'm talking about emotional and spiritual as well when you get with her whether it is as a boyfriend or a husband She needs to know and feel you're going to protect her, be that person she can depend on and rely on in the family, ready to lead and teach the family as the two of you navigate through your life together. Women who are in a relationship right now and have experienced this will go above and beyond if their man is treating them right, all because she believes in you and she's comfortable where you're taking her. Now, ladies listening, I know all of this sounds great and even better if you have it with a man right now. But the truth is, a lot of men have no idea how to pull this off. The reason is, most of the men dating today have not been taught or prepared to be the leaders of the family as they were created to be. Many want the title, but not the responsibilities. Many have no clue what their responsibilities are. Thus, it makes it harder for them to interact and understand what it is your needs are to be able to provide it to you instead of trying to learn their responsibilities as a man many prefer to give the woman more excuses than the bible have scriptures on why they are unable to do the job they applied for which was a position in your life you are probably asking yourself why is this and why are there so many men unprepared to do the job they applied for that is a great question and one i will address as i mentioned earlier we must first identify the problem to get the answer listen Most women raising young boys to be men have issues. If there's no father in the home, of course, to teach the boys how to be men or tell them how to treat a woman by example, it makes it hard for them to understand what it looks like. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of women right now raising kids on their own without a father, and they got their hands full, and I truly understand that you're doing the very best that you can, but unfortunately, For the most part, boys growing up without a father being active in their lives would take their cues and clues of what it means to be a man from reality TV, music videos, and other sources that may not be the best sources to deal with. Many of those leaders in the church, but not all, are not focused on mentoring these young boys to be men or teaching them their role in the relationship or even more or less how to treat a woman. Most are focused on pushing the church doctrines and collecting money. The evidence of this is in the church attendance. There are more women in the church today than men, simply because men are not being taught, they're being told. In many cases, society is raising them and telling them they can treat a woman any kind of way they want to. I stress this point because how can women dating men expect them to know how to treat a woman if they've never seen it for themselves? How can they become providers of families when they have no idea what it means or even is? This is why so many men who are approaching and convincing so-called modern Christian women that splitting household bills 50-50 is the right thing to do. For those men that are coming up to you saying this, understand what they're saying to you is they don't want to be responsible for you. They just want to be accountable for themselves. And for those women listening, Who are walking around saying they want a God-fearing man. And accept these terms in the relationship just not to be alone. It is clear you have no idea what a God-fearing man is. And it is because you don't know that they can run this pimp psychology on you. Where he has you convinced that paying half the bills is your job too. Now before someone says times have changed. And our roles have changed to justify why most women accept these worst deals ever. Let me explain something. Regardless of the times and changes, the man's role in the relationship as a provider doesn't change. With this lack of knowledge, it is not surprising that he will use your own feminist term on you to make you feel it's fair. As long as women keep saying they are independent and don't need a man, he will continue to use this information against you and allow you to make the worst deal ever always. I know what you're thinking. We're supposed to be equal. Yes, you are both equal in the sense that you both have something to do in the relationship. But your functions are different. Here is what a provider is according to the Bible. It means that he is responsible for everything and everyone under his roof. Nowhere in it does it say a woman is supposed to pay half the bills. She is a helpmate. In order for her to be able to help the man with what he does, because she does want to contribute to the family dynamic, he has to have something for her to do. Now, if you are with the man and you operating on the fact that he may be a godly man and you don't know for sure, and he's still pushing the 50-50 split thing, you're with the wrong man. Let me ask the men that's listening, what does the word provider mean to you? What do you think it consists of? Now, I'm not sitting here saying that women should not contribute to the household finances because they should, but understand something. According to the so-called Christian man, he should know that her job is a volunteer situation and not a God-given command. I think the whole split, in my opinion, should be the men pay 80% or carry 80% of the load and she will contribute by chipping in and helping out. Now, the women that's listening, let me ask you a question. Have you ever asked yourself, why are so many so-called Christian men insisting so strongly that a woman pay half the bills? They are asking this because one, they don't trust you to volunteer to pay bills. Two, they don't want to spend all their money on you while you stack your money. Because that's what they're assuming that you're going to do if they're paying all the bills. Number three, they do this because they want to make sure that you pay something. If the bill is $2,000 and you're paying $1,000, they are paying 1000 Then they know for that moment, if nothing else, you're coming up with some money. Now, yes, this is their thought process because to them, 50-50 is not talking about emotional, spiritual. It's talking about only finances. Now, I know if you are a good woman, you're going to want to contribute to your household. If he talks to you right, give you something to do, you have no problem contributing to the household because you yourself want to have some say in the things that go on in the household. And if you pay and do things as he does, not as equal, but in general, you should be able to have some say in the relationship. But here's the problem the modern woman expects to be treated in a traditional way and remain single minded and think that they are independent and the men supposed to do everything for them because they feel well, many of them, but not all many women feel they are the prize and the men should just be happy to be with them. Many expect men to carry the load and be responsible and expect them to fulfill all their requirements. As if the men don't have requirements themselves. Don't get me wrong. A lot of women out here want to be treated traditionally. And if they have a traditional man, that's going to happen that way. But the one thing you can't have is a single-minded mindset thinking that you're going to still be a modern woman, independent, in a relationship with someone. Some women see men as their personal ATM or the retirement plan. When they get with a man, they want to retire. Watch him work 15 plus jobs to support her foolishness. Come up with all these ideas about how she want to start a business and do all these multiple things on his dime. Creating bills that not even are there and expecting him to pay them. This is why most women outlive their husbands and the many reasons why women push men to get these high life insurance policies. So they can say the phrase one day, he was a good man. Now, he probably was for the most part, but wouldn't you like to have him living with you? Reaping the rewards in which he earned. Now, I'm not saying that women today don't have it bad because some do. Some men want women to work full time, come home and cook, clean the house, take care of the kids and serve him as well as if she is the workhorse herself. This is because most men who feel that women are earning the same, if not more, they should contribute more and pay more bills in the household. If this is your relationship that you have and you don't mind paying bills half or however you do what you do, that's fine. All I'm saying is this. Many relationships fail because both parties have their own agenda in the relationship. You cannot cleave together as one, thinking single-minded, in a mindset that says everything's for me. Because when you get with someone, especially in marriage, you turn the me into we, and your mindset and thinking should go along the same way. If you understand yourself that relationships are not just about money, there's a lot more involved in it. Men have responsibilities, and so do women. And for it to work out, mutual respect needs to be established. Women cannot expect men to love them unconditional, and they love them with conditions. Men also need to understand that a woman mirrors his own behavior. If he gives her love, she will return love to him tenfold. But if he disrespects her, she's going to do the same, but much worse. So the ladies listening right now, probably wondering, why can't men get this step up and act right? Man, if I had that answer right down for you, I swear I would bottle it and sell it to the world. But since we don't, it's because today's modern woman has changed and has confused most men. Let me explain what I mean. 50 years ago in relationships, it was the man worked and the woman stayed home and took care of the house the men at that time understood their position. But today's man can't understand and he's confused because today's woman, she has just as much, if not more, than he has. Now, for those who are old enough to remember, years ago, men would come up to you with pickup lines and say, hey, if you were with me, I'll take you out, I'll buy you this, I'll give you that. That was their pickup line. And years ago, that worked. But now... When men come to women saying those lines, if they don't laugh in his face, they look at him strangely. Because they can buy, do everything that you once gave to them as something special. Tell a woman, I can buy you dinner. She got a refrigerator full of food. I can take you on a trip. She's been on many trips. I can buy you a car. She got two cars. I can buy you some clothes. I got a closet full of clothes. Now, I say this because back at that time. That was the man's identity to show that he was a man. But today he's confused and lost because he doesn't know where he fits in your life to be that man that he's supposed to be. When you can do just as much, if not more, than what he's already doing. The one thing that he has that you have not taken away from him in this situation is his strength. And unfortunately, he uses it in a bad way. And this is where domestic problems in a relationship come. He feels inferior. He feels less than who he is. And he takes it out on the woman. Now, it's not right for him to do so, but unfortunately it happens. And this is why the domestic abuse situations are so high today. Now, I'm not saying this to excuse what men do, because those who are in that situation are wrong for doing so. But they're upset and they're confused because the world has turned their back on them. The women have started making just as much, if not more money than they are, and they don't know what to do with themselves. Mm -hmm. So when a woman says in the relationship, be a man, he's confused on what that consists of since you need nothing from him. Now, it's sad because a lot of women today have stepped up and become the breadwinners because some men just don't want to. And the messed up thing about it is a lot of these so-called men who can't handle being a man, they have turned to the other side to be the women. So what am I saying to you? I'm telling you, the reason why so many relationships fail is because men and women are confused on what their role and purpose is. Again, 50 years ago, men and women were clear he worked, she took care of the house. You didn't hear anything about a divorce rate at that time because their roles were identified and clear. In that time, men had an identity and they were aware of it, and most good women reminded them who they were, which made them feel useful. Most men today in relationships right now, because women can do the things that they do, most of them feel useless, confused, and unloved. The Godfather of Soul wrote a song years ago about it that best put this in perspective. For those who remember, the song was called This is a Man's World. And during that time, when the song came out, men felt proud to hear it was a man's world. But the most important line came next when Mr. Brown said, But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl. That is telling you that no matter what we're going through, what we've been through, we need each other. In order for the relationships to work out the way we want it to work out, we must work together. Well, that's my show for tonight. I'm Andre Pearson and you've been listening to Why Does Love Hurt So Good? Hope to see you guys next week.